Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, Heart of Dating fam, how are you guys? It's feeling like summer in LA, and I am just soaking up every minute of it. So I hope you guys are loving the June weather wherever you are. I'm really excited about our episode today. We're diving into the depths of heartbreak and the redemption from experiencing deep heartbreak or rejection. This is a topic near and dear to my heart as a woman who has experienced countless heartbreaks, as you guys know. And I just believe that whether you're a woman or a man listening to this podcast, that we experience rejection so often. None of us are immune to it. And I really feel you're going to be so encouraged by this conversation. But before we get into this episode, I want to make a quick announcement. So just bear with me for one moment um, because this is really exciting, you guys. So specifically, if you are a Christian woman who has recently been through heartbreak or who has been through rejection consistently in the past, or maybe who is just struggling with feeling worthy or confident and you're tired of fearing dating and you just want deeper healing from some of the lies you believed or from the heartbreak you've experienced, then I have something for you today. I've created a program for you. And I actually ran this program for the first time this last April, and we saw over 40 women receive true and deep healing from freedom of heartbreak and rejection. Now, even if you haven't been through tons of heartbreaks, or even if it's been a long time since your last heartbreak, maybe you just still struggle with constant feelings of rejection and worthiness and lies that go along with that, this is still for you, my friend. And I'm really excited to share with you that from today, June 12th until June 25th, you can actually join the six-week Holy Heal Your Heart group coaching program. Through this program, you're going to have me by your side, walking you through each step of the journey. And actually, you won't just have me. You will also have fellow women who know what it's like that are currently in your shoes, walking alongside of you as well. Talk about being seen, okay? And just feeling so involved and loved and kept accountable. This program will be taught coaching style live in a private Facebook community for six weeks. There will be hour long teaching videos each week. And even if you can't make the session, you can watch the videos back afterwards. There will also be follow up Q and A's and you'll also get six thought provoking and helpful workbooks to go along with each lesson. And also you'll have access to the private members only Facebook group for six weeks of support, community, accountability, empowerment, and so many more things. Here's what some of the gals who have been through the program say about their experience. Jessica said, it's such a great course and I learned so much about myself and how to overcome the abuse cycle and be able to move forward as a better version of myself. Megan said, this program will help you take a good look at the lies you've been believing about yourself and about God. It will give you the resources to help heal your heart. And if you do the work, it will help you move forward so that you can look at the future with hope and excitement. Christina said, this is by far the best investment I've made in myself. It's not only the content, but the intentionality and learning about myself and focus on self-care. 
Melanie said, I wish the program was longer to glean even more from Kate. I wish everyday life didn't make investing in oneself a battle, but Kate has helped me tremendously. You guys, it's my true honor and privilege and joy to walk alongside each of the women in this program. And I'm so excited for all the women in our next program. So registration is open now until Tuesday, June 25th at midnight. And also from today until June 18th, you can get 30% off of this program just for Heart of Dating listeners. So if you're hesitating right now, just go for it, you guys. Now I'm all about therapy, but within the six weeks of content, plus all the accountability and community, you're going to get all of that for less than just one therapy session. So to sign up, go to bit.ly forward slash heartbreak coaching June, which is bit.ly forward slash heartbreak coaching June. And if you're listening to this and the time has passed to sign up for the program and you want to sign up for the wait list, you can go to heartofdating.com forward slash heartbreak to find out about the next program. All right, y'all. I know that was a lot, but I really wanted to just share as much as I could about this program with you because I believe in it. And our topic today is all about rejection and heartbreak. So it felt so fitting. Now, let me introduce our awesome guest for today, my dear friend, Tenley Molzon Leopold. Many of you might recognize the lovely Tenley from her television experiences with ABC's The Bachelor and Bachelor Pad. Tenley's sincerity and positivity came through with her time on both of these shows in spite of being the runner-up on both of these shows. She has quite the experience with heartbreak, and we dive into a lot of that today. Tenley has also done so many other things, including dancing professionally at Disneyland, becoming a correspondent with E! News, The Daily 10, and various commercials and different modeling experiences. Tenley also discovered her passion for wellness and went back to school to become a certified health coach. Combining her passion for nutrition and her passion for fitness, Tenley now offers hope for improved wellness for those who have struggled like she has through her various coaching programs, which you can find over at Sweet and Free Life, where clients can embrace all things gluten-free, health, fitness, and overall wellness. Now, just a little over a year ago, Tenley got married to her now husband, Taylor Leopold, and they're happily married and live in the San Diego area and even just bought their first home together. So today, Tenley opens up about multiple heartbreaks that she has gone through and how it has been painful, but incredibly beautiful and healing for her in her life. She is just so beautifully vulnerable today, and I can't wait for you guys to hear just Tenley's amazing and beautiful story. So without further ado, here is my conversation with the incredible Tenley Molzon Leopold. Tenley girl, welcome to Heart of Dating Podcast. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me, Kate. So happy to be here at your house down here. It's gorgeous. Um, we're having a girl's day. We got to be mm-hmm. real with the people. We're having a little mimosas right now. Oh, we are. And I will I will pace myself. <laughs> that was good. It's the best way to have a fun conversation. Absolutely. Um, so tell everyone who you are if they don't know already who you are. Well, my name's Tenley. <laughs> Tenley. I've, I love that name, by the way. Thank you. I've added a new last name to my name yes. as I am um, almost a year into marriage oh my and I gosh. can't wait to talk more about it. Yeah. Um, but I am a holistic nutrition health coach mm-hmm. and I share basically my lifestyle through just the world of blogging, yeah. Instagram and stuff like that. But I do work one-on-one with um, my nutrition clients. Mm-hmm. I have um, a side hustle called the D- DIY cleanse with yeah. my um, uh 
co-partner or co-founder, Emily, and we also have a beautiful program that we do once a year that's called the Food Freedom Group Wellness Program. Oh my gosh. And that's a whole other topic, um, but it is it is a really, really special thing. So that's what I spend most of my time working on and um, and my, my greatest uh, goal, I guess, in mm-hmm. all that I have to share is just sharing my heart and all the things that mm-hmm. God's restored and redeemed in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, what whatever is going on, a lot of that has to do with relationship mm-hmm. too. Yes. I love it. I love your story. I love the whole, like the holistic part too. I feel like we could do a whole different episode on how health impacts relationships. Maybe we'll do another episode on that, but it's so amazing that you're a part of that. And you also, so that's like what you do now. And I know so much of your story in the past also includes a different part of your journey, which is kind of being in the public (laughs) eye on the infamous bachelor show. Mm -hmm. And you were also on bachelor pad, right? Yeah. The first season of bachelor Gosh, the mm-hmm. first season in Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise too. Yes. So I was actually I. This is kind of silly and not something I'm boastful <laughs> about, but it's kind of cool. I never went home. So, oh my so God. in a sense, I'm kind of a runner up in all three, <laughs> yes. and and I was always waiting for my ch- my chance to shine. Oh my God! To not be the runner up, but the the runner. No. <laughs> to be the number one. The number one? Well, you are number one. <laughs> well, I found somebody who made me yes, his number one. So. Yes, I love that. <laughs> and so your story is incredible, girl. And I don't even know fully all about it, but I have heard bits and pieces and just been so inspired by it. And there's so much that God has done in your story in terms of healing and in terms of going through heartbreak and then finally meeting the man you have now, yes. which you alluded to. So Taylor. Yes, Taylor is my... <laughs> my dream come true, something greater than I could have ever dreamed of or imagined. Mm. And um, yeah, so I I am, yeah, going into a year of marriage, which is just insane. That's crazy. That's amazing. some big things coming up. Uh, We just bought our first home and we're moving. It's so exciting. Oh, it's so exciting. But all all of this with Mm. everything behind me, it's just like, that's part of my redeeming story mm. for sure. Let's start by talking about that, girl. So you, how has it been this first year of marriage? Let's start with the good stuff. Like, okay, yeah, the been? good stuff. Yeah. Oh, it has been so fun. Mm. You know, nothing has been too different um, mm. in our lives compared to when we were dating, really, mm. except for we get to go to bed with each other and wake up with each other oh. and share, really, truly share life mm. and responsibilities. But so far, you know how they say, oh, marriage is so hard. Your first year of marriage is so hard. Um, I can see that. But yeah. at the same time, I think every single day, I feel like I'm still pinching myself mm. and going, you've chosen me and I get to love <laughs> you. And like, there's just so many... Um, I I think because I waited for mm-hmm. Taylor for so long, it felt like yeah. that uh, that it's made everything that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. Um, even the harder times, but really, uh, I'm going through these things with my best friend. Yeah. And what's funny is I never believed in the whole. I don't know why. Not believed. It was kind of like that's so cheesy. Like marry your best friend, or I'm marrying my best friend tomorrow, <laughs> or whatever. And but I get it now. Like mm-hmm. I just feel like I am so in love with my best friend and, Mm. and, um, that we chose each other to do life with and Mm. go through the hard stuff with. And, um, yeah, so 
that's where we're at. And that's so special <laughs> because we can't sacrifice that. Like best mm-hmm. friendship, I say this, I've said it on the podcast before, but that is such a beautiful foundation. Yeah. Like you spend the rest of like 50 years yes. or something with someone, right? Like if you don't have that best friendship, if you don't want to hang out with them in general, mm-hmm. then it's not going to be that great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm really grateful that he likes to hang out with me because <laughs> I love hanging out with him. But you know, there, I think there was a part that I was like, the whole like not clinging to the marry your best friend thing because mm. I didn't I mean, I don't know there was something mm. probably in the past that didn't quite register to that yeah. with the others which yeah. probably why it didn't work out yeah. you know yeah. um so There's that's a little like a something. connection something missing something missing which is so cool so God has totally redeemed your story oh yes and it's so amazing I love the just the hope in that and. Mm. I just know, Tenley, that you are such a resilient woman. And I, I don't say that lightly. And we have a mutual friend who has just shared with me some some bits of your story of how beautiful it is. And I have been honestly dying to do an episode about this topic mm. because I believe that um, this is something that so many people go through. That heartbreak, that disappointment is something that basically everybody goes through. And it's part of, a huge part of my story too. Um, but heartbreak in relationships, but it doesn't just have to be relationships, yep. right? Like there can be heartbreak and disappointment from so many things in life, um, from family situations, mm-hmm. not being what we thought from your dreams, not panning out from whatever it Loss. is. Yes. And grief. Expectations. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even recognize like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a heartbreak. And maybe I have to grieve that. But Um, when it comes to especially matters of the heart, (laughs) it can be that much more difficult, especially in relationships. But the beautiful thing I think about heartbreak is that, uh, when we're in the middle of it, it can seem so Mm. bleak and it can seem so hard and it can seem like sometimes like there's no end in sight or there's no hope. Um, but the beautiful part of it and what's so cool about your story is that there it, like God does have a redemption story mm-hmm. waiting for mm-hmm. us. And if we can focus on that, if we can go through the hard times, like we will get to that redemption. Um, and so I'm just really excited because I know there are a lot of men and women listening right now that I'm sure can relate to being in a season of heartbreak and maybe they're there even right now, or maybe they're recognizing that that's a part of their story that they've kind of pushed down for yeah. a while. Um, and I know you endured that for a long time, but you came to the other There's side. There's so many stories. Yes. <laughs> so would you just share a bit of that story mm-hmm. about a, like losing and loving and losing and just how that worked out for you? Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just going to say, I, I think mm-hmm. that I'm just on the verge of being weepy because I, mm-hmm. I this is such a uh, hard but beautiful topic, but not hard to go revisit. Mm-hmm. It's just like to to put myself back in those old shoes is is. Yeah sad to know heartbreak, but also, um, the, to be on the other side and know that God has something so great in Mm. store is just like, that's, that's the message I want to share that hope that I want to share with other people. So it begins many, many years ago. (laughs) Um, (laughs) once upon a time, (laughs) um, and it didn't end and it didn't end so well, um, Mm. at first. So when I was, uh, younger, 23. Mm. I don't really want to age myself. So I won't give a years because I'm only 24. No, but it was a long while ago and I've lived several years since then. Yeah. Um, but I, I got married to who I, so this is something that people forget about my mm. past from my original bachelor because, um, airing on the 
bachelor with mm-hmm. Jake was that I had come in through mm-hmm. a divorce mm-hmm. at a young age. And I just, it's so past me mm-hmm. um, that I don't talk about it that much. I, I don't use that word as mm-hmm. much because I am so far past it. But at the same time, to be able to really get into the nitty gritty with you, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to speak on that yeah. because it's, it was such a loss and it was such a, um, it was such a like sad part of my story that I felt like I will never get to that again. So mm. I got married when I was 23 mm. and not saying the age was necessarily the matter, but I was definitely not who I am today. Mm. And, um, my new hut that my husband back then, um, he decided that I wasn't enough. Mm. So he took on another lover. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever know the truest story behind mm. all of that. Um, but it was the day I, I it's it's still very vivid. Mm. Um, the day that I found out, like, just really shook me and brought me seriously to my knees. Mm. In in just like, how could this happen to me? Uh, what's wrong with me? All these all these things, and um, mm. um, like I this is not a shout out to Verizon wireless, but you should call them for like a little ad right here. Um, but I, I had like this crazy phone call that it just kept coming through being interrupted. I was trying to call my mom just crying. And, um, I believe this is God's protection actually. Mm. So, cause I had no reason we were struggling in our first year of marriage. Mm. We were really struggling. Like it was just, it was miserable. Mm. And I just so badly wanted to be blissful and, mm. um, um, and feel that love and know that love and know that trust and know that security and that I had been told about, but I also knew like I was in it for the long haul. Mm. And then I got this, I was trying to call my mom to cry and and this phone call just kept coming through, coming through, coming through. I kept hanging up, hanging up. This woman from Verizon was like, Hey ma'am, I just need to let you know that, uh, your, your minutes are skyrocketing. Um, and, and I was like, they don't do that. They do not share. They love that money. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're fine. Right. So, but I was like, Oh, that's weird. So I, I decided she taught me how to take a look into it. And it was, I, I feel like it was an angel to be honest. So I found something that I had never been looking for. Mm. And, um, went to the pastor that married us. Um, and my Mm. ex had met me there and that's when I found out that he had had, um, an emotional affair and, um, soon found out that there was quite a bit more. So that's what I know of that story. Mm. And, and he left very quickly and we tried to, um, come back together, but Mm. I don't think that the, that just did not settle well, but he ended Mm. up marrying that woman. Oh wow. Having a child with her. Um, so yeah. Um, and, uh, but thankfully, you know, it was, I was able to break, break free from that. It, and it was not easy though. It was not easy. And so enter in, um, several months of mourning that loss and, um, still having, wearing that ring. Cause I was like, I'm married. Like that's what, that's the, the commitment, yeah. the covenant, you know, all these things. Um, we had saved ourselves from marriage mm-hmm. and, um, so there's just a lot in my heart that was very broken and felt very, confused and sad. And so then enter in The Bachelor. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> my sister was like, you have to move on. There there was like a Bachelor um, casting in Costa Mesa and I lived in Huntington Beach at the time. So um, she's like, you go, you better go. And she had to go to work. And she's like, if you 
haven't gone by the time. I spent a lot of time in bed crying on the weekends. <laughs> I would get up for work during the weekdays. I, and that's normal. Oh, was, so oh my normal. Gosh. And it's okay. Like I tell my friends it's okay to cry when they're when they're hurting and I cried a lot. Um mm. but she wanted me to get out of bed that day. So I went to this um this open call cried for them. <laughs> they love that. Oh my gosh. They're like, <laughs> the, this girl is she's in. in. Immediately. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. she's gonna be great. And then but that day, mm. this is kind of a redeeming thing. Mm. Um, in its own little right, I guess. Uh, I took off my wedding ring. I took oh. down because I couldn't go to an audition or like a casting call with a ring on. Be ma- that married <laughs> like, girl. Wait. And and the marriage was dissolved. He had mm. moved on, but I was having a really, really, really hard mm. time just like um, yeah, letting that go because yeah. it was something I committed to. Yeah, there's probably a little denial. And yeah, the grief, oh, one of the so, stages yeah, of grief is denial. So. It's like mm-hmm. grieving what you yeah. thought it was going to be. Exactly. And that's so much a part of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's not supposed to be this right. way. It's supposed and, to be like that. And being a young Christian woman who yeah. had like just sought out having like, and he was a believer too, like just yeah. having, but. Um, Satan finds his ways and marriage is one of his favorite things. Of so course. that's it. Yeah. So marriage, one thing is one of my greatest, uh, heart's greatest desires to definitely fight for, yeah. um, and help others fight through. So, yeah. um, but, mm. um, hmm, how do I make a long story long, but short? <laughs> um, no, so then so I ended up, um, mm. not too many months. Oh, and took down all the pictures in the home finally. Mm. And my sister was like, hallelujah. Um, but I, I wasn't automatically on the bachelor, but it just was, and I was very okay with, I didn't think Mm. that it would ever happen to me, to be honest. Like that's not, I wasn't going to seek it out. I was going because my sister requested it of me. And I thought, I guess it's kind of funny, like, (laughs) sure. And I used it kind of like as a source of, uh, counseling in a, in a sense, just getting to just like open Mm. up and move on from that grief, right? Forward. Yeah. Take yeah. a step forward and yeah. start thinking of like the idea of somebody else being in my life. Yeah. And that was so helpful. But then I ended up with this big packet and continuing to move forward. And <laughs> then not too long after that, ended up at the mansion and <laughs> thought that that was going to be my, um, mm. my one and only night and made the most of it. And then ended up staying until the very, very end, mm. um, where Jake, did not choose me. Mm. And I remember the producers really, really making a big deal about the rejection. Mm. And I was sad and the rejection hurts. But at the same time, I just knew, like, I was like, no, God has something greater for me because if he wasn't going to chase after me or like, if that Mm. was, if I'm not for him, I'm not going to make, I don't want to make anybody want me. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's something so hard when it comes to dating. I'm sure we can touch that topic. Yeah hopefully at some point. Um, but, uh, it, my, my heart, like I came home and, um, everybody was like, he chose you like knowing the, the amount of time I'd been gone. And I was like, he didn't, you know, actually I was Mm -hmm. tight lipped for a while and I let people think what they wanted to. But at the same time, it was like, no, this is, this is Mm -hmm. because God is so redeeming and has healed my heart in a really unique way. Um, what's strange is that I was dating a man who was dating several other women and trust was restored. (laughs) I would never recommend the bachelor for anybody's (laughs) healing ever, but that, uh, that, I was mm. able to move forward, start dreaming of what God had in store for me, and also believe mm. that um, 
that there was something still mm. greater than that. Um, and there he was, was protecting. You. Oh, he yeah. was protecting me. It was Bonnie Hunt. I went on. I don't know if you know who she <laughs> yes, is, but I went I on her. her. She had a talk show. She's amazing. <gasps> she's and so she cute. was like, no, it was her mom um, that said. God's protection. Wait, God's rejection is God's protection, protection, right? Yes, and I say that. I love that. And it's true. And it's true. It It sounds cheesy because it's like rhymes, but it's so true. But it's so true. And and I I was like, I soon after um, everything started to air. I was like, absolutely. Even more Mm -hmm. so, I knew. I was like, yeah. He, he wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to share was when I was, there were different moments where I, where God totally romanced me in this process mm. of The Bachelor. And again, I don't recommend people going and seeking out to be on The Bachelor for healing. <laughs> it was very unique to me. I had no expectations. That was one of the first times in my life mm. that I went into something without seeking control over something yeah. or without any expectation. Mm. And that was really, really healthy for me. Um, and uh, but in St. Lucia, like on our way from one side of the island to the other towards the um, the last final rose where he yeah. could propose or not, there was like a double rainbow <laughs> in the midst of this valley. And, and my everybody in my van was asleep except for the St. Lucian driver. And so it was all of a sudden I see this and just tears come down my eyes. And I was like, thank you, Lord. Thank you so, so, so much. Because I just had that as like mm-hmm. his promise of like, I'm taking care of you. So going into this week, whatever's to come, mm-hmm. like, trust me. And I was rebuilding trust, obviously, mm-hmm. um, with God, with yeah. myself, with people. Um, so that happened. And then there was also a moment, met many moments, but a moment where I was out by myself, like you're very isolated, like mm-hmm. not spending time with other people for a lot of moments mm-hmm. and you don't have a phone, you don't have TV and stuff like that. Oh and, um, so just out in this like pool at the house that I was seeing in alone in St. Lucia where the stars, like I could almost touch them, like feel like I could almost mm-hmm. touch them. Um, because they were so bright and I just felt God's just love and just his goodness over me. Mm. And, um, yeah, so that was a beautiful part. And then, um, I was dumped. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. But like, how cool is it that he was preparing your spirit for that? Yes. Like he was like, I'm here. I've got you. And you were, your eyes were open to it. Cause Uh I do think God is like, wants to show us like, Hey, I'm trying to protect you. And sometimes we just like, Oh, we ignore it. That comes later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there were, there were definitely that when going through that one bit of grief, but then Mm. it comes again. Um, but at this point, like I, I did just, I was Mm. like, okay, good. And like, I felt like I was consoling the, on the bachelor kind of fun behind the scenes. They have a, um, uh, a shrink. Uh, Mm. she, she's been with the show for many, many years. Dr. Selden. Um, I don't know if she's still at the show. Um, so I felt like I could say her name. I'm not in any contract. I'm way beyond my time. Um, so they, so she, I felt like I was consoling her almost in, in that moment when he let me go Mm. and I was like, I'm okay. And she was like, pretty shaken up. And I don't know if they're putting on a show, you know, cause the producers were really distraught Mm. too. And I was like, I'm really good. If I don't want to make anybody want me like, Mm. ah, that just stuck with me. So going into then the next phase Mm -hmm. of my love life. So I've gone through a divorce. I've gone through rejection on television, Mm. but I'm good. Mm. And then, um, come, uh, I meet a guy, um, Mm. who was also a runner up prior to, my season Mm -hmm. and we, we met and, um, I was like, this guy is so cool. And we have a lot. I just felt like in common, but maybe not. (laughs) And, and I, um, Mm -hmm. 
And so then uh, we end up going on this show called Bachelor Pad. The first season, we didn't know what to expect. And it was like this um, game show slash dating show. And they still have it, right? That or- one's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Par- oh, Paradise. Bachelor Pad, Paradise. Yeah, Paradise okay, okay, came. Yeah. It was, it I'm was like, interesting. I'm so not into the times. I don't like, what no, is happening in 2019? It was very interesting. But mm. we, we ended up becoming a couple during mm. that time. And that was definitely like, I think I had my, my heart set on that for sure. Mm. Um, thinking like this guy and me and, um, the idea of us. Mm. And we, uh, we, there was money on the table for Pat bachelor pad, like where a couple could oh, win yeah. money, oh, like $250,000. Okay. And we lost it. Cause it, and that's a whole other story, but, <laughs> um, but we came out of that and ended up being in a relationship, mm. uh, I don't know, on and off, like maybe he was in my life for like five years or so. Oh my gosh. Um, And and he's actually the reason why I moved down to San Diego area Mm. and I couldn't be more thankful for that. (laughs) Um, But he, uh, that was, I think we both like, we loved each other, but, Mm. and um, we're great pals, but I think that we both stayed in the relationship too long. Yeah. And I think that happens often yeah. um, because yeah. I was definitely clinging to him to be loved. I was definitely clinging him to him to have something um, just, yeah, to know because I was scared of like, mm. if I, if I go through another loss or breakup, yeah, who's ever going to love me? I'm What's getting older. Like? like, yeah. yeah. Um, oh like, definitely age sometimes has a little haunting over us, especially women mm-hmm. in the dating world. And I think oh, yeah. it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Age comparison. <laughs> yes. It's like something I say this, but it's something switches at 30 where women are like <gasps> biological clock and guys are kind of like, I'm cool actually. Yeah. It's weird, but it, it, it happens and you're like, oh my gosh, there's anxiety mm-hmm. and comparison. Oh, and yeah, there is, but, um, yeah, but I, I, yeah, so that, that I end up trusting, trusting the Lord in that, but mm. we go through a breakup, one breakup and, um, that was achy, achy, achy mm. and just like, ugh, how could this be? And then we get back together yeah. and, and things weren't very consistent and, mm. but I was fighting for it. Mm. Um, and it, it was really, really hard. So, um, but thought that, no, he's going to marry me for sure. He's going to marry me, you know, mm. um, but just really trying to, to talk us both into, I think what was to come, but then we break up again and, um, he ends up, um, let's see, how can I say this nicely? Ends up having a woman got pregnant with his child. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and, like, and okay, God, that's clear. Yeah. That's- it actually was mm. so heartbreaking, like mm. hurt me. We weren't together, but we were still in communication and in, um, relationship of sorts, not, not together, but there was definitely a lot of, um, relationships still being shared, I guess, like time being shared. And what's funny, this is kind of humorous. Um, I found out that he, um, was, he had gotten this girl pregnant. Ah, I didn't want to say it that way. Um, (laughs) That's okay. um, We know your heart. Yeah. The same, same day that I had found out, like, but years later that I had found out that my ex had gotten his affair or other lady, other lady pregnant. Oh, oh yeah. My so those were really devastating days, but the same day, like December 27th, but years apart, something like that. And, um, ugh, and it was just crushing and I was like, no, no, oh but I stayed, I stayed in relationship and friendship with him for quite a while. And still honestly, because of things that 
he asked or said mm-hmm. um, and kind of put out there that I I stayed like in his back pocket, so we mm-hmm. can say. Um, and then I uh, decided, nope, that's not for me. I can't mm-hmm. keep doing this to myself. Like I can't imagine who I will be in your child's life. Like yeah. no, we can't. We can't keep doing this. So. Um, that, that happened, moved on from that relationship after many of years of Mm. sharing. And that was a public relationship. Mm. And so that was also hard. And I think the idea of us was something that I was more attached to and in love with than, um, where we were at because of so much strife. Yeah. And so much time there was into it and other people invested. Yes. That's so hard. Oh, it's so hard to let go of it. And I, I see friends doing it. I see people I love in relationships that I'm like, girl, there's so something so much better, greater for you. But mm. it's hard to imagine when you – the hurt seems yeah. really hard and you rather avoid it. Friendships yes. and family yes. and you invested of memories. the time, memories mm. and grieving those memories. But yep. I say this quote a lot. It's from um, a pastor author, Gary Thomas, but it's like mm. – Honestly, for everyone listening in that situation, would you rather be in a 50-year marriage totally frustrated or in a 45-year marriage completely happy? Yeah. And the only difference there is the five years. And I always repeat this, but I'm like, when you're in that moment, it's like it will hurt for a moment. It will hurt maybe even for a year to break it off. The Band-Aid will be really hard and it may open the wound. Depths of despair. Yes. (laughs) like Anne of Green Yes. Oh, many of days I I spent in the depths of despair. (laughs) I love that show. Um, But it's the the reward that comes from that for the amount of, um, healing the freedom Uh uh almost Uh like you don't, you can't see it in this moment, but I'm like, please think about five years, about 10 years, about like your future. Everyone that, and for them to see ahead without, cause I I lived in that like strife, like, Mm. and, um, we, we were not, we, we'd, we're not, we didn't see eye to eye when it came Mm. to Jesus. And, but I still was like, I was bargaining with Jesus, man. I was praying Mm. God to move mountains in that. And I still pray that he'll be able to have that relationship someday. Um, because there, you know, part Mm. of my heart is still for him. Um, in that sense, like I want Mm. the best for anybody who I've ever led into my life. Mm. Um, so then that, that goes break uh, breakup happens. And then I'm like, okay, ready to move forward. And, um, then I go on to bachelor in paradise, not too long after that. I mean, no, it was a year or so after that. So I had a good time to just be single oh, okay, and yeah. that was a good season. And so was, <laughs> was the like, next to come. Yeah. yeah it, like, in paradise. Okay yes. Yeah. And I was like, I, I spent that time just letting like I, mm. I wasn't really dating. I mean, I, I definitely had my eye, like, I don't think it hurts to become fixated in a healthy way on the possibility of others to help you move on. And I had friends like make a road trip up to some boy, like just so we could hang out so I could see if that was something. And sometimes (laughs) I tried a little too hard, (laughs) but, but, but there, but all of that, um, finally getting to a space, Mm. like I go on paradise and, um, I, I had awesome moments of just like, I knew myself. This was Mm. my favorite show of all Mm. because I knew myself. I knew Mm. my heart. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wouldn't 
break for what I, you know, what, what was worth it or my boundaries. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I did find confliction because I was like, okay, God, I'm here. And here's these guys that are actually pursuing me. They want to, some of them came to meet me. Like, Mm. what are the odds? You know, like that's so (laughs) flattering, but they're not like where Mm. I'm at in, in my walk with you. And I am standing firm on that. Mm. And in fact, the guy that I ended up I ended up breaking up with at the end and, um, America wasn't so happy about it because I couldn't explain the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't let me just take the mic and tell everybody, yeah, you know like, what my, this is what really yeah, happened, this is what really happened. but, um, we, this guy I had chosen to go ahead and spend time with in paradise mm-hmm. during the very, very few weeks that you spend, you're like there for three weeks oh if you're God. there total. And, um, oh, wow. I, I spent a lot of time with him, but, um, and wanted to get to know him because he was a believer. And I think, and that was something that I was like, I am not going to break. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, that's what I want. So I said goodbye to a couple other guys that I really enjoyed, but I knew that we couldn't be something more in the end because that's something I knew I was going to hold strong to. Mm -hmm. And, um, in the end, I, I just believe that we had, um, we had similar walks in faith, but different, like, Mm um, and I, I, wanted to find somebody who I, I was equally yoked with. And that doesn't mean like, you know, like one in the same all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but. Well, I say it too. There's like a difference and not, I don't know this guy or anything about him, but there's a difference between a lot of people can say and go to church and be, say they um, believe in God, but there is a little bit of a difference between believing in Jesus and truly following him and having a true yes. deep relationship. So the difference of being a believer and a follower, Yes, it's so easy to yes. check the checkbox. I'm Christian or I can yes. go to church. And or I have I, a tattoo of verse on my yeah, own. Yeah, a little cross right here. Okay. But it's so different when you're yeah. like, someone said this to me recently, a guy friend, he's like, on dates now I ask women, um, what is Je- what does Jesus really mean to you? Yeah, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's an amazing that. question. Mm-hmm. Like, we should all ask that if that's yep. something we're serious mm-hmm. about. Because if they can't answer that, if they're like, uh, I don't know, Jesus, uh, uh, because it's not just Jesus or the Son of God. It's like, what does Jesus to mean to you? you? You know what? Yeah. I think Taylor, he had told my hu- my husband yes. now, my husband, <laughs> forever husband, yes. um, he he, I think, asked questions like that in his mm. dating life because um, oh he was like dating a lot of girls that were beautiful and cool and said they mm. were Christians, but he was like, wait, no, I'm catching on to something. You're not all. Yeah. So, and I experienced that and went ahead and said goodbye to mm. this very kind, kind man. I believe that he's married now too. And um, he, uh, but we just, we just, our walks were different and we couldn't do it together and really be able to give God the glory. And that was one thing also that one day I realized the whole reason for relationship Mm. is to give God glory. And that was what I decided to desire for. So then came along a guy that pursued me and he Mm. pursued me well, and he loved Jesus and loves Jesus and, and very profound. And he was of the bachelor world as well. Mm-hmm. And then he went to go become the bachelor and I walked oh, through it that he was very transparent through it all, mm-hmm. but that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It was heart wrenching. Um, another like let down of like, okay, God, like the, you, you, went on yeah, evenly ish. Yes. Yep. And, and you've given me this. Mm-hmm. And then, and he, he pursued me like, and this is mm-hmm. something that I had started to pray for too. Cause if I had looked back at my other relationships, they were pursuing them, not necessarily me. Yeah. And I think that's something, if you really look into certain relationships that 
that, I don't know. That's just something yeah. that I saw a pattern of. And, um, and so, but he was very transparent and he gave me a lot of great like examples of, of a man of God that I, I would look for. And yeah. I started praying over those things and added to my list. And um, I actually wrote it down December 8th, 2015 mm. and said, cried out to the Lord. I was like, okay, thank you so much for this person that I got to experience. Um, and he was well into his, he had finished wrapped the bachelor and stuff. And, mm. uh, but I was like, thank you so much for his example, but mm. Lord, I just know that there's something even greater for me, like that, um, that will, will be choosing me and will be pursuing me and won't need to do, like, I don't need the show anymore. And, um, mm. and then, uh, so that was the last of my heart heartbreaks. It's like God was showing you, Tenley, you don't have to perform anymore. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. My life has changed so much yeah. since then because I feel like I'm more of an, I've always been an extrovert. I'm so much more laid back and introverted mm. than I've ever been. And I think it has to do with like not needing to keep up with like mm. a facade of performance in a sense. Performance. And I think whether or not you're on a show or whatever, yeah. I think as women, I think in general, but I think a lot of women, I can relate to this struggle with, you know, you find something that could be so, you think might be so amazing. So we kind of slipped into this role of like, I'm going to be on audition to be yep. their wife. Yes. And let oh, me just all the time. be all the wifely yep. duties and show you I'm this and show you I'm that. And I could be the perfect this. And then what happens is one, we're investing in a role that we're not supposed to be yet. We're mm -hmm. not supposed to be that person's so wife. Like that's only after covenant. And then two, it, yes. if it doesn't work out, it's so disappointing. Uh -huh. Like the disappointment that comes from it. Cause then those lies come in, you know, like lies. Of, lies. Girl, what lies? Let's talk about the lies. Okay. So that, so that's my story. <laughs> I, okay, and then your story so, No, no, no. But it gets better, obviously. Yes. We turn a corner, but I want to talk about the lies. Cause yeah. that, so now you know my heartbreak and yeah. there was lots, like I said, depths mm. of despair. There was heartbrokenness on the ground, on my knees, often, mm. even in relationship, I was having mm. those moments and crying out to God. Like, and so there were definite lies that I, yeah. I believed that I was not good enough, that, um, it, I, there's something wrong with me. Mm. Like within relationship, I experienced a lot of like, why, why doesn't he want to marry me? Like, why are we not, mm. we've done this for so long. Or when marriage d dissolved, it was, I'm not good enough. I, somebody else is greater. Like I'm never mm. going to live up to you. I just, ugh, constant lies. And, mm. um, I mean, I, I dealt with self image for a lot of my life, which is goes mm. into like my whole nutrition journey, yeah, which is yeah. a whole other topic, but, um, self image definitely took like a, a slap on the face yeah. for sure. Um, trusting myself, trusting mm -hmm. others. Um, I think even led into the relationship that I, I stayed in for too long because yeah. I just so badly wanted to cling to something or someone that would mm -hmm. love me and I would just let it be good enough. Mm. Uh, so, how often do we do that? Oh, like, the you're time. saying that I'm like, all oh the time. man, I did that. Yeah. I've done that. Oh yeah, girl. And I think so many people, even men can relate to that. Like yes. men as also try to perform a lot oh, yeah. find, and they're like, oh, well we can make this work or I can do this or that. And at the end of the day, we are sacrificing. Yep. We're giving up some of what God's best for us really is. Uh -huh. We like, the thing is like, you probably could have married that guy, right? You could have married a lot I of I don't think guys. he's getting married. 
<laughs> that's God, please forgive me. For oh my gosh. But if you have, let's just say yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> probably would have held him down. Like you will marry me someday. <laughs> yeah, you will. But, um, you would have been in like a frustrated, oh, very, yeah. like there's nothing worse than being in a marriage. I think I've never been married, but like being lonely right. in a marriage yes. versus being alone mm-hmm. and not in a marriage. Yes. Because you're actually single, right? But when you're together and alone, and you feel alone, like I think that is like the can be one of the most devastating yeah. feelings. And so, it's just anybody listening, I just want to encourage you, like hearing Tenley's story, like you don't have to stay in that. No, you don't, don't have to. Like God does have. It might hurt. Oh, it like hurts I talked so to bad. so many women or guys too. It's like it's going to hurt, mm-hmm. and but God is such an amazing Father that He doesn't want you to stay yeah. in something that will break your heart for the rest of your life. Oh, yes. That just made my heart leap because I feel so many moments and I just wish that I could say to that girl, although mm-hmm. think, praise the Lord that like my story ends up being something so redeeming and yeah. something that points to him and his, and his goodness. But there, that, that brokenness that I felt in that relationship, that strife or in all the heartbreak, mm-hmm. those lies that told me that I needed to stay or I wasn't good enough or, um, whatnot. Like it just, that there wasn't something better. There was that yeah. there wasn't something better. There would never be something better. Mm. That's as good as it's going to get. Oh, I wish I could say like, mm. and I, and so whoever's listening, yeah. if you have any bit of that stirring on your heart of like, this isn't, this isn't the greatest that mm. I've got. There's something I really, as much as it's going to hurt, mm. I believe it's worth, um, I mean, don't go break up with somebody because I tell I'm telling you to, but like <laughs> pray about it. Pray about it. Yeah. But like if if you know, like I knew, mm. I knew, I yeah. I knew that we had I I I wanted something more. And mm. that yeah. And God is trying to show you things. Like I just I love this, like as we're speaking to people, like God's speaking to you. God is not not speaking right, to you. Right. Like knock. <laughs> remove your distractions. Like he is trying to speak to mm-hmm. you. Um and what I think we don't do, we're so in our minds and we're so trying to like convince ourselves of something, but like something I've been trying to focus on in recent years is like focusing on what is my gut saying? Yep. Like, what <laughs> is my say gut? something. Because usually my gut, I'm, I like bargain with my gut. I'm like, oh, but there's, but there's this or, but they're doing that or, but, but maybe this or, you know, we listen to too many voices sometimes mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, but you guys are so cute together mm-hmm. or you guys are like, seem so good. Oh, yeah. I'm like, definitely talk to trusted people but mm-hmm. not don't listen to the voices of everybody um just your trusted people you that's know that's really good when it like comes to the lies and mm-hmm. stuff like your closest circle might be girl like forget him and stuff and that's not always what you need to hear and mm-hmm. then you hear like for me I had this public relationship but I feel yeah. like everybody's relationship is public to an extent yeah. oh you guys look so happy you're so yeah. beautiful together and oh you're gonna, blah, blah, blah. you know and I've I felt so torn that I had to live up to one thing and then to the other, like I wanted Mm. to protect it. So anyway, um, Mm. I feel like to combat those lies though, you've got to speak truth to yourself, especially when you're telling yourself that I'm not worth it. Nobody's going to love me. That was as good as it's going to get, or it's not coming around again, or my, my picker is broken. (laughs) You know, like something's wrong with me. I can't choose somebody. I don't trust myself anymore. Mm. Um, speaking truth to yourself, mm. speaking truth over lies, um, that that's huge. Like just really, and then really like mm. 
establishing that knowing i don't i don't know there's it's, so much more it's so true because it says biblically like we are charged to take every thought captive and make it obedient to christ mm-hmm. and we actually can it's the battlefield of the mind the enemy isn't in our mind but he'll throw things in oh, our yes. way to try to Distract. get it into our heads and he sees what's working right but we can actually physically say the truth and mm-hmm. speak over no i am worthy mm-hmm. no i am enough just as i am like he hears the truth when we say it but the, it is like Joyce Meyer says, the battlefield of the mind. This is a true, real thing. Like we are fighting this battle in our minds and in heartbreak and rejection, those lies come like streaming in like Niagara Falls. Oh, it's like yeah. here all of them <laughs> are. And that's why I'm always, I what I've had to learn in my journey is like you have to have that deep root of self-love and believing those truths about yourself. And that was a journey itself. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be. And if, if you are in that place of like, I don't know. I don't believe these things. Like you can get to the place of believing the truth. It, it, yes, you, you can. can. Mm-hmm. You can. And but I think that there is oh, the surrender. Mm. Yes, yes. The surrender there okay, so there's this is mm. something that I don't know. What I want to say is mm. that there was so much of my time in the certain relationships um or the idea of relationships where I would plead with God. I would say, please just let this work out. Please make it work work out. Like I'm in it. What what else can I do for you to make this work? Or, you know, like these pleads and this like this Lord, let it make him love you, like give make him give his heart to you, or mm-hmm. make him come back, or make him want me or choose me, all these things. Mm-hmm. And I would be pleading. And then there was this day that I realized, oh no, 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 no. It's almost like he's I have this picture in my mind um, where like I'm just running like forward and God's always behind me or beside me and his hand is on me. He's Mm -hmm. never like given up on me as I'm pleading, but he's like, I'll just wait here and be right here Mm -hmm. until you surrender. And that was the day. I It's like in my mind, I feel like there was a day that I went ahead and like slowed down and let him lead and my hand reached for God's hand mm. and like it's this picture in my mind where like now I'm like okay Lord mm. I don't want to steer the wheel anymore mm. it's not going anywhere good mm. <laughs> I think that what when when you can take have control and when I surrender to you mm. everything's gonna be be right and and there was still a journey but mm. I do believe my heart changed that day that I finally, and there were some surrenders in all of these stories, but the, the surrender in that moment was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Mm. And I trust you. And Mm. all these lies, not true. And they still like, they still creep in. They crept in in the beginning of this beautiful relationship I'm Mm. in now, Mm. um, of being like, uh, it's too good, too good, to, too be true. good to be right, true. Exactly. What's he hiding? What's what, you know, what, or he's going to give up on yep, you. Yep. He's going to or... give up where he, you're, you're not good enough. He'll, he'll realize it. <sighs> but I always spoke out loud and this truth being, um, that one of my favorites is all right, well, I don't want to live in that fear, <sighs> but if, so I want to believe in what I'm putting my heart into right now, but if it, 
ends up not going that way, then God does have something greater. Yeah. And and this is pretty good. So it must be even better than that. Yes. Girl, <laughs> so, 100%. Thank but, you for but, saying that. But this ended up really well. Yeah. <laughs> but even like, because that's the hardest thing. My last heartbreak. Yeah. What my last big heartbreak was, I thought a 95% going to get married to yeah. this person and came of nowhere, out of nowhere, just like ended. Shattering. And it was healthy and everyone supported mm. it. And in that moment, it's like I had the decision and the choice of like, I could choose to just believe these lies that like, if you thought this was God's best and it didn't work out, then you're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> like then there's nothing, then not, you're going to, you're not deserving of something that great. Then. Definitely the opposite. Yeah. And instead I was like, you know what? No, for the first time I'm going to choose the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to believe, well, if this was God's, if I thought this was God's best, mm-hmm. then what his actual best is must blow my mind. Yes. If I, it, I must not even be able to comprehend what that looks like. Um, I think so much in heartbreak, like in rejection, we try to focus on the why, 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 yep, why, yep. why, mm-hmm. and it, we downward spiral. It's like Absolutely. the why makes us downward spiral. Mm-hmm. But why can't we focus on like, well, what does God actually have for you in the future? Or what can you do to move forward? Or, yeah. um, because those lies will just, it, you can sit in that place. You can sit there and God will be next to you. Right. You'll be yep. like right here yep. until you're like, okay, God, actually, I, I can't do this I anymore. Mm-hmm. I just need you to hold me. Mm-hmm. And carry me there, carry yeah. me through and let and help me learn how to stand up again, but with you, mm-hmm. not on my own. Yeah. Um, but I believe that there's something beautiful. Like I'm just, I just believe that anybody who's like, oh, I know this heartache. I know, I know the, mm. that depths of mm. despair feeling. Yeah. I know, you know, I, I do believe that that greater than you could ever imagine thing does exist. Mm. And I believe this in all aspects of our life. I really truly do because I believe that God's writing like beautiful stories out of us that bring it back to his glory. Mm. It's so true. Like in our brokenness, and I'm not going to remember the verses it says this, but in our brokenness, he wants to use that Mm -hmm. to actually help heal others. And like what James or Ecclesiastes or something. something. And I'm like, I'm like bad right now. Somebody's sitting there going, no, not either of those. (laughs) Girl. It probably is like more than once in the Bible actually. Yes, probably. But like, that's what's happening. Like Right now, and you telling your story, right? Mm-hmm. God is using this to help heal other people I and help to so. show them that there is hope and there is redemption, and mm-hmm. that He loves us so much that He doesn't want us to get into something oh. that will be the worst for us. That is one of the other things that I basically spoke truth to me yeah. over these lies. Is He's like, no, this is. The, mm. I created you. I love you. And mm. yeah, you might have gone down a couple different roads than I would have loved for you to, but let me use them mm. and make beauty from ashes. Yes. Yeah. Like beauty. Uh, oh my gosh. There's a Celine Dion song. I'm so sorry. I'm about to record it. Are you going to do it? Like but, a real, I love beauty from ashes. But there's also a, like a there's Nicole so Norton. Or somebody yes, like there's actual Christian song. <laughs> of course, I think of Celine. I'm like, I don't even know what her face is. Girl. But anyway, hey, <laughs> still she's always elegant. Celine. She's amazing. <laughs> she owns it. She's been through grief and she's still yes. going, right? Oh, true. Okay, so uh, the last thing I want to ask you just in this, because it's been this has just been such an encouraging just time of hearing your story and God's redemption, but 
for people who are in this place right now, like what are some of the things practically even just that you did or practice in your life to help you through heartbreak? You said like speaking affirmations, mm-hmm. obviously, but what else would you recommend for people? Counseling. Yeah. I so <laughs> believe in it. I just to have that, like that, um, that, that other person that well and in seeking a counselor who believes what you believe i i mm. saw an amazing christian woman that really believed mm. in going down that road with me yeah. um and she listened to everything and sometimes i think that that's even just just having really really good listening ears that don't have necessarily a lot uh a major uh opinion yeah but yeah. she she helped steer me uh, and I felt like there was a little bit of accountability as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't, and then we prayed together and, mm, but so also good. obviously your bestest, closest friends. Yeah. Um, and sometimes in those moments like of weakness, just mm. asking them to hold you strong. Like I think that there's that tip out there that, you know, when you really just have that urge to to text your ex, mm. text me instead, you know, like, and I've definitely done that. <laughs> you done that recently. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. A uh, journaled oh, journaling, God, like just pra- so prayer good. journaling for me was yeah. uh, huge making moments for myself. Like that's like one of the coolest things. So if you're single right now and you're so just ready to be in a relationship, I do encourage you to soak up these moments of singleness because mm. there's something so beautiful in that time that you get to just love into you, know yourself better. You're going to be a greater person. Yeah. You're going to be the greater version of yourself. The more you know who you are and can give to, um, that part future partner. Mm. Um, and so there were a lot of moments just enjoying the sunsets and, mm. um, scribbling in my prayer journal at the beach or, um, just going on walks mm. and, um, exercise obviously really <laughs> helped with some of my, my brain yes. balance and, yes. and, um, aggression or mm. moments of just needing to run and cry. And I feel like God spoke to me a lot in those moments. Mm. Um, and obviously I think just taking good care of yourself. Like yeah. there were, there were moments where I could barely eat. Mm. There were moments that, uh, for, and I know there are moments where people turn to food for comfort, but yeah. I think just really giving yourself a balanced, um, like even looking at nutrition is something really important. Just yeah. really taking care of yourself. Taking and, care of yourself, your body. And mm-hmm. God wants us to like, he, we're like his cherished sons yes. and daughters. Yes. Like we need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. It's so easy to forego those things. Yep. Oh yeah. It's like, okay, I'm just not going to eat today or I'm not uh-huh. going to sleep that much or I'm not going to. And we end up like binge watching Netflix, which, okay, once in a while <laughs> I understand. It is maybe I not totally do that with my husband right <laughs> yeah. next to me. So, <laughs> But like if you're doing that every day, yeah. I always say this, yeah. like if you're going to cry, it's so good. Yes. Oh, cry. yeah, crying. Crying yeah, was crying. one of my greatest yes. comforts, just letting it out. Yeah. Ah, uh, just let it out mm-hmm. and go ahead and tell somebody that you had a hard day. Like one of yeah. my girlfriends and I would do check-in like, cause we're both going through hard times at the same time. Are you at a one or a 10 between one and a 10? Where are mm-hmm. you at? Just like checking, having a check-in person, mm-hmm. you know, 
Um, but there's some healthy ways to go through heartbreak. Um, there's some unhealthy ways to go through heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Not keeping accountable is one of those ways. Yes. (laughs) Having somebody to hold you accountable. I do want to mention, because I feel like it has to do even with just the health of moving forward and being able to be ready for what God has in store for Mm. you, is there was a day that with one of those relationships, I mean, all of the relationships have dissolved and I, I... I, one of them, cause we were never in a great relationship. I, I would say we're acquaintances now mm. if it, cause it just, it's appropriate. But, but the, the five-year relationship, um, there was a day that I decided this is just too inconsistent mm. and, um, we needed to break that off. Yeah. Um, and that was the day that, uh, as hard as that is, I think it had been gearing up to being able to, for me to be able to set my heart free from him mm. because there is a pattern mm. in, you know, women can do it too. But for me, where a man can hold your heart for a while, but not be yours, Yeah. but yeah. you keep coming back mm. and there's a, Oh, I heard it a ter- a new term lately. Well, I like to call that like emotional love tank filling. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, yeah, in a, in a yeah. sense, like they're getting emotional love for you mm-hmm. from you without the commitment yes. of being in a relationship with you. So it's the non-sexual cow milk free type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, and so they totally, you know, holding you in your back park- pocket. It's not mm-hmm. fair. So if you're in that moment, I want you to wake up <laughs> and yes. look at that because it it isn't fair. And if your hopes are like, here's the other thing. I was like, all right, day, this day has come. We have mm. to say goodbye. This is inconsistent. And, um, I'm, my heart's being tangled up in yours and I, and, but I need to start living my life right now. Yeah. And the, I think one of the hardest things in that is being that, but what if we are meant to get back together someday? Mm. What if, what if that's what if that's in our future? Well, then it's, you're going to find each other Mm. and there will be a season, you know, you just have to let go, close that door. And then, but apparently that wasn't God's plan for me. Mm. And thankfully that opened it up to being able to be, uh, able to meet the right one. Yeah. The more we hold on to that hope of like, well, it, it could be like, maybe not for now, uh-huh. but maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. I think it's so detrimental because I think if God is meaning for you guys, if it is God's best, it will be so clear. It will like, be clear. Like you said this earlier and I loved and like, you don't want to be convincing someone to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I think like mm-hmm. this phrase I use over and over is like, you want a man or a woman whose heart is ignited for you to pursue you, yes. to choose you through the good, bad, and ugly. Yes. You don't want to have to convince them. You don't want to have to change things about them yeah. so that it can work out that way. Mm-hmm. Like you just want someone whose heart is ignited and Yeah, it will happen. That's so it. And in most of my relationships, I was Mm. trying to get that people to choose me, to pursue me, to not give up on me, Mm. to chase me. Um, And there, and also uh, I will mention, I've never really shared this publicly, I don't think, but like I was invited to go on what would be my fourth round of Bachelor Mm. to that Bachelor, the man that I like had shared a lot with, but um, of our hearts and everything and um whatever that relationship was, it was a relationship Mm. and I was invited and I said, nope, nope, Mm. you, you go do you. If we're going to meet later on in life, we will. Um, 
And, and I think he felt good about this too. I think he was also just giving me that window, but I was mm. like, no, I, it's my turn to be pursued. I don't need to go on an, another show to, like, show and perform. Yeah, for you. no, mm-hmm. I, it's, I want to be pursued. So, mm. and, and I, that, yeah. I think that goes both ways for men and women that yeah. we, we shouldn't, us women shouldn't be scared to pursue yeah. a man, yeah. but women, you are so worth being chased after and mm-hmm. pursued. So if, if, if you're not getting that in your relationship, go ahead and talk about it. Mm. See if it there, that your partner's capable. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, you're worth being pursued <laughs> and chased. Girl, I love this. So now you're married. I am. So everything has clicked, like fallen into place, yes. right? Just tell us like to wrap up the conversation, like how God has made it so clear that like all of that in the past was like, leading you to where you are now with Taylor? Uh, um, <laughs> it's a lot of... <laughs> uh, well, I, I, there was a day where mm. in the midst of all, after all of these, and there was another good single season mm-hmm. where it was, God like spoke to my heart so clear, mm. like the clearest message I've ever heard him say, mm. like, um, which I didn't know that I could hear him. <laughs> and he said, uh, your, your epic love mm. story has already been written. Mm. And that gave me, it still makes me cry mm. <laughs> because that moment I believed in something. I really actually truly trusted and believed in something in a surrendered way of like, I can, I can believe that God has something for me in store, like mm. that I don't have to chase after work for. And then not too long, um, after that prayer, December 8th, 2015 of like the very specifics, um, uh, I received a text from this guy. Oh no, it happened out by um, a mutual friend that was in Bible study with my husband. Um, they, he said, "Hey, I think you should meet this guy." And I was like, "No, thanks." I was so not into being set up, and I was like, "Does he love Jesus?" He's like, "He's in my Bible study." I'm like, "I don't care. Does he love Jesus?" <laughs> I was like, "I, I'd, I'd gone You're on a like, few dates with crystal clear yes, for me." Yes, now. <laughs> like, like I am not. Like, I'd rather be single. I, yes. I had chosen. I'd rather be single. Yeah. I'd rather. Ch- move to Timbuktu and, and just serve the Lord, um, mm. to be able to experience like a love that was, mm. yeah. And God's love is going to be like greater than anyway. Mm. So then I finally said, yes, you can give him my number. And so I received this text and then ended up on a, on a date with Taylor and it was mm-hmm. a coffee date, um, that started at two and ended like at, I don't know, into the evening. <laughs> And, um, and, but in that moment I was like, Mm. he was like going down in, in a sense, like portraying these, these things that I had so specifically like written in my prayer journal, like, and ask God for like, and, and I think that there's, you know, like, but I feel like it was rare enough Mm. that I was like, what? It almost was creepy. Like, did you get into my prayer journal somehow? Like, are you a creeper? Like, because I was like, he is everything. And and we're just sitting Mm. over coffee and chatting. So there's no reason for him to be like, I am the most too uh, humble man, or I am so transparent, or I am, you know, these things that I like, I am honest and I am like, you know, Mm. I, I, there, it was just very, just there. And so, Mm. uh, both Taylor and I left that date. Um, I think telling our people, but I, I've said, I won't deny that. I I thought I've said this before, Mm. you know? So I was like, but no, I think there's something really special about him. Mm. Um, but he told his parents like, yeah, I met my wife tonight. 
Um, so anyway, long story short, <laughs> long. Um, no, I love it though. Like you went through so much of the fire in the trenches to get to this beautiful moment where God's yeah. like, Tenley, I had it for you all along. All along. And that's exactly. And, and then to be able to be like, just praise, like, um, and I won't lie that there, like, I think that there, I might've shared this earlier, that there were moments even in this relationship being like, uh, the fear and then, um, being that on our second date, he basically told me he was going to marry me, um, like at six months or something. So You're then like, around six right. months, I'm all, where's the ring? <laughs> and then, so doubt and fear started to flood my mind again. And then that was another thing that I think that God was just still working mm-hmm. on my heart and like growing it. And, yeah. um, and then, um, and then the day that Taylor did ask me to marry him, it was, I knew why we, why we took those two years or mm. whatever it was to, uh, before we took that step. Mm. Um, and by that day <laughs> we were so ready to be married mm. that we planned our wedding in four months <laughs> or oh less. Gosh. And, um, <laughs> yeah, now going on a year. Oh my god! So, but he is, he mm. is definitely my epic love story that God had written all along. And, um, looking back, like all the, I wouldn't, I don't regret anything. Mm. Cause people ask that often, like, what yeah. do, do you regret? Like making the choices you made or mm. do you, um, I don't regret a thing because I, I grew so much from it. Of mm. course I would not, like, I don't want to look back and that Tenley that lived through all that, but, and, and be like, Oh, do it again. Cause I wouldn't, <laughs> but at the same time, I guess I would in a sense, because I, I now am who I am and I am in, um, a loving relationship with so much security, mm-hmm. so much trust. And, um, I know that I have a partner who's going to choose to go through the hard mm-hmm. times with me. Yeah. Um, cause they're, they're in front of us. Yeah. We don't know what they are mm. and I don't want to see them, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 but life, point, but yeah. life happens and, yeah. but we're doing life together. Girl, your story is just powerful. Like I've just been sitting here like overwhelmed with just gratitude for how much God loves us yeah, and how much he loves you and how like he wants to just see us so happy and intimacy love is one of like mm. the biggest parts of our hearts you know we can comp- we can compartmentalize it for years mm-hmm. we can just focus on our careers and blah, blah, blah. but like when we get down to it like it's a huge cry of our heart like yeah. we the intimacy with another person and um god just cares about that so much and he's good and faithful yeah. always even yeah. even even, even in, in the dark yeah. um but but we we do have a choice i think that sometimes mm-hmm. it's like all right, Lord, you, you lead me. I'll quit. I'll quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you take me where you want me. So girl, this has been amazing. I end every interview and I don't even want to end this interview because I Sorry. feel like, no, <laughs> no I keep so going and good. going. I can chat forever about this. It's so good. <laughs> I'm inspired by your story. Even as a single woman, I'm like, gosh, like, yes, there is that story even waiting for me and for everyone listening. Yes. Um, and so the last thing I ask everybody is just the same last question, but what is like your little final nugget of dating advice? Oh, I, I think that my greatest little nugget will be don't, don't keep chasing after relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, be at peace with where you are because God can do something even 
beautiful and huge in your singleness Mm -hmm. and prepare you for the one that is um, being prepared for you. Um, Pray for that person, whoever they may be. And, um, but, but, you know, I think that it's okay to go through seasons where you, you might be trying to date several people to find the one, but don't do it in the intentions of just trying to fill your time. Um, go ahead and be, be content in this, in this season. Um, and then, and, and know what you're looking for and hold strong to that. Because if, um, you're on dates and you're like, yeah, I'll do a second one just for the heck of it. I mean, that's, that's a different kind of dating, but if you're Mm -hmm. dating to meet your spouse, go ahead and just be content in, in this season mm-hmm. and, and we take opportunities, but if you know, it's not the one, no, no reason to keep Yeah, free dinners are fun, but they get old to me anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Repeating the same process of, so Oh, where are you from? from? Yeah. All that oh. I, this is too draining for me, but so yeah. I never did well with that, but that, that is my, just, mm. just be in the season and, and be okay mm. with it. Um, can I share one last thing? Yeah, For some reason, please. I feel like sharing it. Yeah. Um, so there's this song called Beautiful Things by Gungor. Oh, I think I've heard this song. Yeah. You've definitely heard it. It's it's a worship song. Yeah. I walked down the aisle to that. Oh. And, and if you... And, I just felt like there were so many things and it's like that beauty from ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why I felt like sharing that, but I feel like that's, that's the hope that I want to share mm-hmm. is that... You might feel like you've been in the trenches. You might feel like you've been so broken. You might feel like you'll never be loved the same or again or rightly. Mm-hmm. And um, But I believe it. Mm-hmm. And it might be totally out of the timing in the season of life that you imagine it being, but it's so worth it. And mm-hmm. um, if you're a woman over 30, do not even fret. <laughs> My yeah. husband's younger than me. <laughs> so, Hallelujah. Yeah, so, and he'll keep me young. <laughs> He's more mature than me. So I'll just say that. That's amazing. Um, but, but, uh, God, God is so good and he is so faithful mm. and he will make beautiful things and write your most epic love story. He's already written it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you guys just love Tenley's beautiful heart? She's just the most lovely, and I really love the story of just such powerful redemption and healing. Tinley got married in her 30s, y'all, and it's incredible to see her endurance. After all of the heartbreak and even divorce she went through, she was able to choose joy and press into God's healing and hold on to hope. And guess what? God redeemed her story so marvelously. She is happier than ever. You guys have, should have seen her just beaming at, at me across the table talking about her marriage now with Taylor. God truly redeems all. Now, just quickly, if you're listening and want further healing from heartbreak or to just conquer the lies of rejection and feel more confident, don't forget to join me in my heartbreak program by going to bit.ly forward slash heartbreak coaching June to sign up from now until June 25th. Or if you want to know about the wait list, you can go to heartofdating.com forward slash heartbreak and I will let you know when our next programs are coming out. I cannot be more thankful for your support of the Heart of Dating podcast. I am blown away by your rankings, reviews, messages, all of it. If you want to be a part of our inner circle and support what we are doing, we encourage you to pledge any dollar amount that you want on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartofdating. Also, if you like this podcast, would you please consider giving us a review? It helps us immensely and we cannot thank you more.
Until next time, friends. <laughs>